Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, although if you are over the age of, uh, under the age of five, you should be in bed and not listening to us, but if you are listening to us and you're seven or under, five and under, we greatly appreciate your support. My name is MC Money, Matthew Cotta. <laughs> I am joined by Joshua Houts, the, uh, whatever he is, and uh, Sutton, a creepy soccer dad with the minivan. And welcome to Finsider Radio on this day, June 13th, 2017. <laughs> We are still in the doldrums of the offseason, and we have a very fun and exciting show for you tonight. We're not going to really focus on minicamp per se or what's going on with the team. Obviously, we'll touch on that just a bit, but we're going to you know, switch things up and talk about the following three things. One, who is the best follower? Who is the best follow on Dolphins Twitter? And that conversation will probably lead us into the worst follow on Dolphins Twitter. The second, question, the second thing we are covering is Dolphins Trivia, and we're going to ask you to call in, uh, all two of you who are listening, to call in and answer our questions. We're also going to pose the questions up on Twitter in the live thread, and anyone on Twitter who answers the question correctly will get a follow from all of us. And I know Josh and Sutton, you did not um, offer to follow anybody, but I'm offering for you, so you better listen to me or you're both fired. And the third thing that we are talking about tonight is the best Miami Dolphins beat report. There is tough competition there, but we will get to that. Um, Sutton, how has everything been with you this past week? I know you've been engaged in a little Twitter conversation. You seem to be getting a hold of things. You joined Twitter just a few months ago, and we want an update on your first 100 days on Twitter. How's it been going? It's been a wild ride, and I've learned a lot, and I've appreciate everybody that helped me get started with things now now I'm trying to find my niche and like how is too funny Annie has the photoshop thing going and you have the you know inside scoop so I'm like so what am I going to do so I'm going to try to just perfect the the dick and fart jokes as much as possible oh god <laughs> it's 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 uh it's more than last week though. Last week they'll show it off the rails in thirty seconds, so it is improvement. It is improvement. At least I tried an honorable introduction into my segue there. But anyway, yeah. no, I'm I'm serious. Like I've I've met some cool people on Twitter so far, and I heard an interesting quote. Um, Twitter can help you. Um, be best friends with somebody you've never met before, and Facebook is for people you already know, and it just makes you hate them. <laughs> so, so I, I kind of like that. I kind of like that aspect of Twitter. It's it just kind of people goofing off, from my opinion. So it's it's been fun so far. So do you think um, Sutton that we're best friends now because we talk to each other on Twitter? 
Um, no, we're best we're best friends because we've shared a vision of moving into a co-op later in life when one of us strikes gold, <laughs> and we are going to figure this thing out. Yeah, so, I know um, we will. Ryan was texting me uh, and, and house the other day, and he had this great idea for all of us to move into a house together. And so, and you just want to touch on all of our responsibilities that we would have to do if we all live together. Absolutely. And it would also, you know, it involves the premise of one of us being rich, which none of us are right now. Um, <laughs> but in that hypothetical situation, um, so MC Money is great at yard work. Every time House and I are trying to text him, what are we doing tonight for the show? He's yeah. like, uh-huh. oh, sorry, I've been away from my phone for three hours because I've been doing yard work. So he's yeah. all over landscaping duty. House yep. is a sous chef. So I'm I'm sorry I got I gotta delegate house to the food. He's gonna knock it out of the park. I'm gonna get banana pancakes every morning. It's gonna be nasty. My background's in teaching, so all the kids that we have, I, there's gonna be seven of us, four of mine, two for you, Matthew, and one for house. So I'll take care of the classroom aspect. And then our wives, of course, will um get creative and helping around the house and the family. If I, I, I can't, no, I'm not going there. I can't, I can't. Don't go there. House, what do you think about this co-op that uh, Sutton is proposing? It looks like we are having technical difficulties with House. We are going to text him and tell him that his mic is not working, um, but he needs to get his stuff together if we want to continue uh, this show. But, um, yeah, I'm texting him right now and just talk. Um, uh, yeah, house, house is out of the co-op. That's, that's a bad sign right there. We're going to okay. have to rely on ourselves, rely on ourselves and our wherewithal, Matthew. I'm going to cut out house and he's going to call back. Okay, so I just okay. kicked, him off, I kicked him off the air. So basically, we haven't talked one lick about the Dolphins yet. We're six minutes into the show. We thank all of you, um, all three of you, for staying with us and um, <laughs> sticking here with the show and enjoying our conversation thus far. And when I say the three of you, I mean my wife, Sutton's wife, and uh, House's wife. So we do appreciate yeah. your support. Thanks, um, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, thanks, honey. Taking time out of your night to listen to us. One thing, though, before we get House back on the line and start with our trivia and best dolphins follow, worst dolphins follow, best beat reporter, and so forth. So, and I just want to uh, touch on this Laramie Tunsil injury. And I know we have a question in the live thread. And that's why I'm bringing it up now. But Laramie Tunsil, he it's a hamstring injury. He has some tightness in the leg. They're holding him out of minicamp this week. Um, it's a huge deal right now. I personally don't think it's a big deal. I think it is right to keep him out of training camp right now. Uh, not training camp, mini camp, because they need him full mm-hmm. goal for training camp. And the bottom line is mini right. camp, it's important for the young guys, not as important for the veterans. Tunsil is a second-year player, first year at left tackle, but for me, he's an elite tackle. Him missing a few days of mini camp, I don't think is really going to impact him when the regular season starts. What do you think? Um, absolutely agree. I think in his limited snaps at tackle last year, he looked the part already, and it's pretty incredible. He just is just a natural left tackle, and I don't think um, 
we're going to have to worry about any uh, effect of this injury because this coaching staff is going to be careful with it. They know um, what the depth looks like behind him. So I think they're going to do everything that they can do to make sure that he's 100% ready to go um, consistently starting with the regular season. Um, So they're not going to rush him back into anything. And I think that's okay. We can be patient with this. Yeah, so how's your back on the line? We're talking about Laramie Tunsil. I just want to get your thoughts before we jump into our main conversation here tonight. Um, you know, they're holding him out of mini camp, hamstring. What do you think? You can hear me, right? This thing's working. I can absolutely hear. I can oh, absolutely. yeah, there we go, babe. All right, yeah. I think my cat ate my old mic, and it finally died, so I'm back. Anyway, uh, for me, I mean, what team was it that I, I think they came out this week and said that they weren't letting any of their vets come to practice? Was it uh, the Bengals? Maybe they, they're letting their vets sit out. Either way, I, th- I don't think Tunsil needs to be there. I think, like both of you have touched on, he's one of the elite offensive linemen in the league. And, I mean, you just need that guy healthy because without him, I mean, you see what's going on with Pouncey, the nagging injury. I mean, without those, freaking, this offensive line could become a disaster fast. So I have no problem with the Dolphins letting him sit out. You already know what kind of player he is. I'm not really sure uh, – He's going to get much better, you know, throughout these mini camps. I mean, yes, going up against Cameron Wake and Charles Harris and some of those guys, but I mean, his health is ultimately a huge thing that the Dolphins need this year. So I'm all for letting him sit out and let him get healthy for when it counts. All hey, right. Let me throw out a quick, let me throw out a question to you guys real quick, a real impromptu. I hope you're okay with that MC money, but I'm stealing I'm stealing the show right now. Yeah. What's the What's the non-quarterback? On our team, what's the injury that could hurt us the most? Since we're talking about injuries, we're talking about profile guys. Who's the one guy we can't afford to lose? Jay Ajayi. Yeah, I would, not... I, and I would, I, and I would go Indomitian too. That no. that defensive tackle so? depth. That yeah, I don't. I, if if Sue goes down, that that's horrible. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm with the Jai. I mean, I know running backs, everyone says they're a dime a dozen, but that offense revolved around him last year. I'm a huge Jai fan. I, I mean, I thought Tannehill at first, but, I mean, you saw what the Dolphins did last year. I mean, it would be a huge blow to lose Tannehill again, but, I mean, Matt Moore, he played pretty damn good in his absence. So but I did, I did say I did say non-quarterback, so you're, you're safe there. Okay, yeah. That might have been my mic being a, a dick again, but, yeah. <laughs> It could also be Laramie Tunsil. I mean, when you think about a right left tackle, that's an important I know. position. Yeah, that's what made me think of it. Just because yet yeah, the depth behind there, that's that's a little shaky. So we're we're counting on some guys to stay healthy this year, just like every other team. It's not really that uh, big of a deal. Everybody, every NFL team faces that scenario. So we just got to roll the dice and see what happens. Yep, we certainly do. Okay, let's get to our main topics of conversation. First one on the uh, on, on the show here tonight is the best Dolphins follow on Twitter. Now, we cannot say ourselves because we all know that I'm the best Dolphins follow on Twitter. At Inside Radio, if you're not following me right now. I would have to say House is the second best follow in Sutton since you just joined a few months ago. I'm going to put you at third by default. Okay? Uh, no question. But – when, this is a serious conversation that we need to have because we're all, you know, Twitter nerds and, and we're freaks for being on Twitter and we know each other because of Twitter and we hang out because of Twitter. Hang out meaning we've only seen each other once and never hung out once. Oh, I have hung out with House twice. 
in my and life. Sutton, right? I think you hung out with Sutton twice. We had the best wings. I want those wings again, actually. I haven't yeah. had those wing pouts since you came here. I think I think I'm overdue for some. Anyway, okay, let me know, let me know when. Yeah, just come up. Okay, uh, you're not busy or anything. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna. Who wants to take this one first? Pouts. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> out. I, I didn't want to. I was gonna say not I, but I mean uh, okay. Uh, so the best song to follow. I'm gonna go with. I mean, I know he's busy right now, but I'm gonna say Max. I mean, he's uh, not very knowledgeable. His film studies and articles that he writes. I mean, he's there. I mean, damn dude, there's so many good people to follow. I'm just going to say Max if I have to pick one, but um, maybe Charles Harris. I know he likes to block people, but he's, he's, he's a pretty good Dolphins follower. We're going to touch on this Charles Harris thing in just a short while, but Max Himmelrich at Himmelrich NFL puts out a lot of great gifts and a lot of great content. And he is, if you're not following him, make sure you get on Twitter and click that follow button. So, and for you, who who would be your best follow? My best Dolphins follow. Man, I'm just I'm a fan that likes to have a good time and enjoy this. So, I'm gonna have to tip my cap to Mike Epp seventy eight. Um, dude is dude is Mike Epp seventy eight. Yeah. Dude is, come He's on, you know man. who he is. You gotta be kidding. Mike F seventy eight. I think that's it. Mike F. Mike F. Something like that. Followers. Yep. Mike F seventy eight. He has two followers. He has one thousand five hundred forty six underscore NFL. He's got the NFL tag. Mike F seventy eight NFL. Underscore NFL. Yes. I'm not finding that. How do you spell it? He just. Just hila- he's just hilarious to me, and I, <laughs> I I enjoy his sense of humor. So, you know, I, I don't get on Twitter to – I mean, there there are some really good data guys, and, you know, some of the guys that we brought on the show, like Kyle Krabs and um, Ian Wharton and, and stuff, you know, those guys bring good content too. Um, but I tend to get on Twitter to laugh, not to digest more information. So um, I'm going with Mike Epps. I know he's a little bit of an underdog, but that's my vote. He's amazing. Right. And we, could do a whole, we could do a whole show on some of these guys. I mean, I have hundreds of people that I would like to say. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a, it's a tough I mean, question to answer. Anyone that I'm following, I, I consider them best off and follow. So. How, do um, you spell, how do you spell Mike's name? I tweeted it to you. On Twitter, my oh Mike Mike P.S. I don't follow him, but I'm gonna follow him now. So Mike, if you're listening, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so there we go. We'll see what happens. All right, so for me, the moment you've all been waiting for, my favorite follower is uh, George Max. Human being, uh, not a troll at all, and, and very insightful, and really picks his time to tweet, and, and really, really good stuff. All right, I'm just kidding about that. 
I'm, I'm going to name three guys here, okay? And I know this is against breaking my own rules, but one, um, at CK Parrot, very insightful. Mm-hmm. Yep, good one. During the offseason, doesn't tweet as much Dolphin stuff, but during the season and in and, and the draft season, lots of inside information, lots of inside information. And if you're not following at CK Parrot, make sure you do because CK Parrot knows what's going on. I know this might this next one might be a bit unpopular. I know not everyone likes this guy. Uh, S.I. Clancy, Simon Clancy. I know people have had differences with him. But for me, I have a good relationship with him. So I'm sorry if you don't have a good relationship with him. I could see why you might not. Um, he's not for everybody. But he also has a lot of good insight and a lot of good information. And then for me, if I want to laugh, I'm picking at Jared V87. Uh, funny, funny guy and really cool guy. I never met the guy in my life, so I'm, I feel kind of weird saying he's a cool guy. <laughs> but I've only seen him tweet on Twitter, right? That's a little weird, right? But that's who we are. Yeah. Uh, They're your best friends on Twitter. Those would be my three. So do you think we should put a poll up on Twitter right now for the, our people to vote? Sure. Yeah. That's your call. Just just make it longer than like two hours or whatever you normally do. You can okay. do that all the time. All right. Now let's go to the worst Dolphins follow. Sutton, who is the worst follow? Who is the worst person you've seen on Dolphins Twitter? <laughs> okay. For me, I know I might have a, a rough facade, but I'm a pretty nice guy. And there's this dude named Finn's Zombie. Um, oh, God. That bl- <laughs> That block. You're just trying to get us all fired up, dude. <laughs> dude, he he blocked me, and I do I didn't even know who he was, but I okay. never said anything to him, so I don't know uh, what the background story is. I I think you guys kind of filled me in a little bit, um, but yeah, that's the worst follow there. I mean, just inflammatory sh- crap. Uh, that I don't know. That, that's that's the one part of Twitter that I don't like is the the hot takes that are just out there to piss people off. Yeah, he is, um, he is some of the worst in there. How, how about you? I mean, he kind of took that one. And, I mean, you said earlier, George Mack, he's definitely down there or, or up there, whichever way you're looking at it. Uh, damn. I mean, I'm trying to, dude. I probably, I was going to say Finn Zombie. He's, He's always been one of my least favorite follows or <laughs> previous follows. And I, I mean, the guy cheered when Ryan Tannehill got hurt. I think when Ryan Tannehill was doing well, he kind of just up and left Twitter, uh, deactivated his account, and then came back again when Tannehill went down. And uh, he's, I mean, I don't know the guy personally. I'm sure he might be a great guy, but he's just an asshole. And then, I mean, you got Omar <laughs> Kelly. I, mean, I know we're going to. I know we're gonna. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he's an asshole. <laughs> yeah, at, least, at least from everything that I've uh, encountered with him, and I know we're gonna touch on beat writers in a little bit, but I, man, Omar Kelly irks me a little bit. What about you, Kanata? Who, who are you nominating as the worst follow? Jordan Max. All right. Yep. He's he's brutal. Jordan Max. So he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that dude, he just, like, he must just drink all day and just yell at people. Like, he he literally pops, he had he had me blocked for a while, and he would still jump in my mentions. Like, he was looking for my tweets. He unfollowed me. He's followed me, unfollowed me so many times. But even when he wasn't following me, right, he would still 
jump into my mentions like of stuff I tweeted. So I don't know if he has like a search for dolphins and just jumps in on people's conversations or, or specifically searches for people. But yeah, just a little uh, crazy there. A little craziness that we have to deal with from time to time, but it's Twitter. You know? yeah. That is the beauty of Twitter. All right. So we have the poll going right now. Uh, we have four people up in the poll at Himmelrich NFL at Mike PS 78 NFL at CK parrot and at Jared V 87. Should we put up a poll for the worst Dolphins followers is that going too far? I think we already went too far. So why not go for it? How it's, I'm going to have you put, cause I have to be a little professional. Um, <laughs> how about you put that up? All right. I'll do it. All right. You put that one up. I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say I would do it. I, it's kind of hard for me to do something like that while I'm talking to you guys. I'm kind of the old fart of the group, but I don't want you guys to sacrifice your followers. You guys have lots of followers. I don't yet, so I don't know. Or things gonna be trying to find these uh, the guys that have me blocked. They're freaking ads. This might be something I gotta <laughs> do when I get off. Because I don't know George. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna put it up when we get off. All right. No, put it up now. Put it up now. Can you put it up now? Oh, I gotta search all these guys. George Mack. Oh, there he is. All right, we're gonna talk. All right. So, dude, he on. can get close. He can get close enough. You know, a, a close approximation of everybody will know what they're what we're talking about. All right. So yeah, I, I don't need while, while House is putting up that poll, uh, make sure you tag myself and Sutton in it, and I'll retweet it and get you some more followers. While House is working on that, Sutton, let's move on to the beat reporters, right? So who is the best beat reporter for the Miami Dolphins? And there are lots of good ones out there. I shouldn't say lots because there's only, what, three or four outlets out there that cover the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. The, Miami, the Miami Herald is filled with good talent. Uh, Beasley, Salguero, and Barry Jackson, all stars. The Palm Beach Post got an absolute stud with Joe Shad. David Hyde of the Sentinel is, is good. Uh, the other guys at the Sentinel I could care two craps about. Um, but out of those guys or, or any, any Dolphins reporter that covers the team on a, on a daily basis, for you, who is the best beat reporter? I'm, I mean, the short answer is I'm going to go Armando Salguero. Uh, you mentioned a couple other good names. Joe Shad's a good one. Um, Barry Jackson's a good one. I, I just tend to enjoy the level-headed guys that appreciate opposite sides of a of a position. So um, I think Armando does a fair job of balancing that with, with some opinion in there. You know, he has some strong opinions in there. And um, I, I think he has a, a nice balance of bringing inside information and bringing some analysis to uh, – a lot of the other beat reporters like James Walker and Omar Kelly, like they just, I mean, just bar, bar city, James Walker just regurgitates what other people say. And Omar just is clickbait to me. So um, it's, you know, so I'm going Salguero. Okay. How about you? Did you put up the poll yet? House? I'm working on it. All right. I'm I'm going to jump in here then. Okay, so I went in me, on this, so. No, you, yeah, we'll get back to you after. So for me, it's a tough one because I like Salguero, but I do think sometimes Salguero interjects his opinion a little too much and is a little too brash at times. I read all of Salguero's stuff. He has great information, 
obviously well-connected, well-respected around the nation. Um, but for me, he just comes off sometimes, not all the time, and it's not um, not often he doesn't, but it's often enough where it kind of rubs me the wrong way, where he kind of, um, I don't know, says different things that seem to come off a little brash. Beasley is yeah, good. I, I can, I, yeah, I can get that. Yeah, Beasley is good. Barry Jackson Barry Jackson has that unique way of him where he throws those bullet points out there with information. Very well connected. We don't always see a ton of columns from him, um, but he does has great, have great information. Joe Shad of the Palm Beach Post, another great one. Uh, what a huge get for, for them, uh, for the Palm Beach Post, for him to get down here from ESPN. He covered the Dolphins. Way back when, went to ESPN to cover college football, saw the writing on the wall of the impending layoffs that happened just a few weeks ago, and is back in Miami. But I think I'm going to have to go, and it hurts me to say this because I really like Joe Shad, but I'm going to have to go with Omar Kelly as the best Dolphins follow for the beat reporter. You're copping out. You're copping out. <laughs> no, no. I'm going to say Barry Jackson. I love Barry. Barry, Barry is the man. How about you, Hal? Yep, it's a good call. Yeah, I mean, you guys both touched on the two that I was thinking, Barry Jackson, uh, Armando Salguera. Those were the two that were in my head. I mean, I think that's part of the reason I ever even got a Twitter. So, uh, But like you both said, Beasley, Shad, and the Dolphins have a bunch of good beat writers. You also got two of the worst, Omar Kelly. I mean, I, from a football stance, I mean, he's not too bad, but I think he just tries to be one of those guys with all these hot takes that kind of – you know, he's almost looking to pry and piss off the fan base. And uh, it just doesn't stand well with the fans. And then you got a guy like both of you have said, James Walker. I mean, he sits there. I ESPN's making all these – or us. Yeah, ESPN's making all these cuts, and somehow he still has a job. It just doesn't make sense because, I mean, there are people that write for blogs that do better work than he does. So, I I just don't understand. But, yeah, definitely uh, Sarah and Barry Jackson, those were two of my top choices. All right. Well, I just put up the poll right now on Twitter. We have Salguero, Jackson, Shad, and Beasley as candidates, and we will see what the results are when they come in. House, did you get up the other poll yet? I got it up. Their ads probably aren't right, but who really cares? All there right. Go. Yeah, Finn Zombie is definitely not right unless he changed it. Just go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I threw that one in there. <laughs> Oh my God, you are terrible! <laughs> you you can't ask me to do this stuff while we're. I, I didn't talk about all these guys. <laughs> I panicked. Oh, that is awesome! That is awesome. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna you retweet it. That. I'm you gonna retweet it. it. If oh, you want to hear why we why we pick what we do, you need to listen to Finsider Radio. And if you're listening right now, obviously you're listening. All right, tight Don't race right now between the best follow on Dolphins Twitter. We got Himmelrich NFL with 29%, Mike PS78 NFL with 24%, CK Parrot with 41%, Jared V87 with 9%. So we'll monitor that over the next few days. I have it running for three days, uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. I only did one day. We're, I'm doomed. I, I pulled a Kanata. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Everyone wants to be like me. <laughs> What the? <laughs> everyone, everyone, I mean everyone. 
Esteban Sabrios says Jared Odrick was, is a good follow during his Dolphins years. Humor is more often than not. You're absolutely correct, Esteban. Jared Odrick was hilarious, still is hilarious, actually. And, and if you're not following him, uh, make sure you do because you'll get some good stuff out of that. Uh, Esteban also saying that Ajayi is such a valuable offensive piece of the Gates puzzle in more ways than one if reports are accurate. And, again, you are absolutely correct. It's crazy the turnaround that Ajayi has made since the beginning of last season. Going to the questions from our boy Rob Carruth. Rob is such a loyal Dolphins uh, Insider Radio fan. He's awesome. We need to buy him a steak dinner one day. Absolutely. I'm going to take him to the nearest diner. I'm going to buy him a $10 steak because he is amazing. Buy him those wings. Get him some of those wings. Oh, yeah, Rob. Hey, Rob, come up to Connecticut. I know you used to live in Connecticut. Come up. We're going to go to Plainville. We're going to go to Jake Timothy's, and we're going to have some great wings. All right. We need, to all, we need to all do it. We need to all get together and do it. The four yeah, of us. Yeah, fine. Fly in. Let's go. Um, I'm doing it. All right. Done. Rob Carew says, how big of an impact will Thompson Missing Minicamp have on him and the team? We talked about this at the beginning of the show. Hopefully you were able to listen, Rob. House and Sutton, do we have anything in the live thread? We have one question from Johnny, a.k.a. Alpha 6. He's asking, I'm hearing great things about the offense. Give us what you guys know. And he has three names on there, so I think it would be convenient that each one of us take one. Um, The three names are Leontay Carew, Jay Train, and Ryan Tannehill. So how do you want to divvy this up, MC Money? You go for it. Um, I'll take Carew. I I saw an interesting nugget on Twitter about uh, a confession, and Carew's confession was after he lost snaps early, he kind of got deflated, like he kind of gave up. And it seemed like a similar situation to what Jay Ajayi was going through in the beginning of the year last year. We That, that story is fairly well documented. Um, but Carew had his frustrations of his own. And um, on one side, you can look at that as he's a strong competitor. And when a strong competitor loses a competition, he's pissed off and doesn't know how to deal with it. Um, he's still a young man. And I remember I made many mistakes as a young man. So it's tough to fault him for that. <laughs> what <is> that? <laughs> well, where, do you, where, where are you going with this? Um, just a life lesson there. You know, I'm the – old creepy minivan soccer dad. So you guys should probably listen up. Um, (laughs) But no, like on the flip side of that, he needs to grow up at the same time. You know, the NFL is a cutthroat business and he, he needs to um, have a little more intestinal fortitude and, and get this gear in action. So um, we're looking for him to be the number four wide receiver this year. This is why we drafted him. Uh, and I, he's a great insurance policy, and it's going to be important that he shows some good snaps. I haven't heard that much from a mini camp or training camp or OTA perspective of how he's looked so far, though. All right. I'll take the one on Ryan Tannehill, and then how you can take the one on Ajayi. Uh, but Tannehill, uh, all reports coming along that he is walking okay without a limp. With, he is moving back into gear, and I think the Dolphins did a great job handling this injury. We may have seen other teams botch this up when we're talking about your quarterback and your leg and anything else. It can really be a tough decision on which way you can go. I mean, look at the Robert Griffin 
the third situation. The dude has never been the same since the Redskins botched that up, right? So I think they've handled it the right way. He's coming along. And the biggest thing with Tannehill was the mental toughness that he was experiencing or lack thereof over the past few seasons. But again, we've had this conversation before, right? If your boss, your coach does not believe in you, it's hard to be confident. If my boss did not believe in me, right, and I knew it, and my boss would say stuff in the media or say stuff in front of all the other staff members to demean me and undermine me, I would be second-guessing everything I'm doing and always working to try to please my boss. And Ryan Tannehill was trying to do the same thing. Remember I've told you in the past that if it was not for Stephen Ross stepping in before the London game against the Raiders a few years ago, Ryan Tannehill would have been benched in favor of Matt Moore. Joel Philbin wanted to bench him. Bill Lazor wanted to bench him. Stephen Ross stepped in and said, no, you're not benching Ryan Tannehill. Gabe Marino also stepped in a little bit. Okay? But Philbin and Lazor wanted to bench Tannehill. Tannehill went on to have an amazing game against the Raiders, blew them absolutely out of the water. And, and then it's just been an up and down since then. And I have a head coach who publicly, privately, everywhere else supports his quarterback. And you could see how much of a difference it has made. How's for you? What about Ajay? All right. You no, know, I love Ajay. I mean, you mentioned Tannehill nearly being benched. I mean, Ajay, he did get benched for Aaron Foster and his peg leg. So, I mean, that, that, I think, I think ultimately him being left behind in Seattle, I know we talked about it before, but I think that just lit something underneath him. He, he turned into that running back that everyone expected him to, had a huge year. And everything out of OTAs and minicamps just seemed to be that he's even that much better this year. He's really refining his uh, pass-catching ability. And I think that was really the one thing holding him back. I mean, he wasn't really an asset in the passing game. And if that's something that he's owning this offseason, he's going to turn into this uh, every down back and become some kind of, weapon in the passing game I mean the sky's the limit for J.H.I. I mean coming out of college the reason he fell was due to that bone-on-bone knee injury so you just got to hope that everything continues to hold up but I mean there's not a more aggressive running back in the league uh, everyone's hyped over Marshawn Lynch coming back but to me J.H.I. he's a young Marshawn Lynch he, he's got that grit to him over he outruns players so I mean J.H.I. I think he's the the biggest weapon that this team has and I think as long as he continues to do what he did last year and that offensive line can be even better than they were last year, which, I mean, they weren't that good last year. I think they ranked 30th in the league. So, I mean, if, if they can pl- improve, uh, you got a healthy Tannehill and you got a J.H.I. that's even better than he was last year. I mean, I'd, I'd watch out if I were teams in the NFL because the sky's the limit for J.H.I. and the Dolphins offense. And he runs so violently. Yep. He's just looking to take people out. He's a train. It's great. It is great. He is a very violent runner and is awesome watching him just burst through that hole. Um, it's, it's great stuff. All right. Let's wrap up the show by getting to our trivia questions. I don't think anyone's going to call in, but let's give it a shot. Uh, Sutton, your first trivia question, if you're in a live thread right now, you don't have to call in, but post your responses. Sutton's going to ask his trivia question. I'm going to ask mine. House is going to ask his. If you get it correct, in the live thread, you get a follow from all of us on Twitter. I'm also going to post it on our Twitter page. If you get it correct, you'll get a follow. And if you want to call in and give us the answer, 347-326-9461. Again, 347-326-9461. We will answer the phone, and we will let you give us your best shot at the question. 
All right, Sutton, what is your trivia question for tonight? Okay, I think I got a real doozy for everybody. Uh, The Dolphins are a long-storied franchise. We have had one Nigerian royalty um, member of our team. So who, uh, what former Dolphin is Nigerian royalty? I know this answer. I know Don't this say answer. it. I don't think that's how this works. Cannot. I'm not going to say it. I just put it up on Twitter, okay? So we will see the questions that come in. My <laughs> question is this. Before Super Bowl 29, right? Is that XIX? Uh, no idea. Sounds right. X- yeah, that's X- XXIX. XX is, is uh, X- XXX. XX is 20, <laughs> right? XIX is 19. Okay. Since Super <laughs> since before Super Bowl 19, okay, the Dolphins had won. Seven AFC East titles. Since then, how many have they won? Okay, since Super Bowl 19, which took place in the year, let's see, 1984. Okay, 1984 season took place in 1985. Before that, they had won seven AFC East titles. Since then, how many have they won? Okay. All right. Jesus. Oh, how about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit more remedial than the two of you because I don't know what the hell you guys are thinking. But for me, I'm going to go with, uh, all right, this player was the 25th overall selection by the Miami Dolphins in the 1993 NFL draft, and he became one of Dan Marino's favorite receivers throughout his career. Who am I? He's, he's the reason I got into the Miami Dolphins, so I had no choice but to go with it. 1993. Oh, I, or 83? Oh, I know, I know the answer. 93. 93. Uh, 93. I know the answer. Huge, huge man crush on this guy. You do? All right. We, or, or I do, because I also have a man crush on this guy. All right. We have an answer on Twitter. Do we have any answers in the live thread to our trivia question? Yeah. Yes, Topher. Yep, Topher got Topher got mine. Christopher got it right on Twitter. Let's see what we got going on in the live thread. Absolutely nothing. Um, thanks, guys, for participating with us tonight. Hey, great so, answers. <laughs> so Sutton's trivia question was, Dolphins are a long-storied franchise. They have had one Nigerian royalty on the team. Who is it? And Christopher Cochran says, Adewale Agunlie, and Sutton, is he correct? Absolutely correct. Okay. He is going to earn a follow from myself, Sutton, and Houts, but I believe we already followed Which him. she already hey, congrats. <laughs> congratulations. Lucky you, Topher. It's worth noting I already lost it. Christopher. All right. I already lost a follower during this show, just, just to clarify. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my trivia question is at Finn Mack. He says one one is not the correct answer. Um, since Super Bowl nineteen. Let's see. Uh, Christopher again with another answer got it correct, but we will get back to uh, him. Finn Mack, Ottawa Yes, absolutely correct. Rob Caruth also with Ottawa Agulier Esteban with 
correct answer to House's question, and so is Lenny, Maniac Fin Fan. So, House, let's bring your question back up. Trivia question from House. This player was the 25th overall selection in the 1993 NFL Draft. He became one of Marino's favorite wide receivers. Who is he? And uh, House, who is he? O.J. McDuffie. My All boy. right, O.J. McDuffie. Absolutely correct. And that means we are going to uh, – God, Everyone's Googling here. I cannot – we will get we will get to your follows later, I promise you. But I cannot follow everyone right now. Uh, and neither can you guys, right? It is hard to multitask, as my wife would tell you. Um, my trivia question. No one has gotten it right yet. They're still looking it up. They're asking <laughs> Jeeves. You, do, you, <laughs> do you guys know the answer? I, I don't even remember your question, if I'm being completely honest. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. My <laughs> question was this. Before Super Bowl 19, the Dolphins had won seven AFC East titles. Since then, how many have they won? Take a guess, you two. Three. No. Is it lower or higher? <laughs> higher. So we're playing over-under, over-under. Okay, um... I'm going to say off the top of my head, I'll say six. No. The correct answer is five. They have won five since Super Bowl 19, but just twice, 2000 and 2008, since Dan Marino retired from the NFL. So a uh, little depressing there, but, you know, we're going to get there. What a we're, great way to end the show, Matthew. Yeah, I know. I know. We I have know. all these chuckles, and then you're like, oh, yeah, we all – have sucked for a long time. Have a good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have, I guess Twitter is much more active than a live thread right now. We have yeah, answers cool. flying in right now on Twitter for our trivia questions. I, I honestly cannot keep up with the notifications going on right now. Um, that's how crazy our uh, listeners are on Twitter and our, and our um, interaction is right now on there. So we will get to those questions once we sign off the air here. But anything else for you guys before we wrap up this week's show? Nah. Nah. <laughs> what, right. Nah, what, what he said, yeah. All right. Oh, wait, did you get, wait, 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 wait. I do have one last thing. Did you guys see Bill Barnwell's tweet? No. I just want to know where his hair is. That guy is, <laughs> Dude, that guy has what? the worst hair. He looks like a three stooge. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Dude. Do you guys remember that movie, uh, Kingpin? It kind of reminds <laughs> me like er- Ernie McCracken with his hair all sprawled out. Like, what a joke. I mean, at the same time, that would probably be me if I was a Dolphins beat reporter. I would just be crapping all over the Patriots whenever possible. But um, and, and if anybody doesn't know who he is, he's a Patriots fan. He's a member of the ESPN media group now. And um, he just poops all over the Dolphins whenever he has the opportunity. And saw some headlines where the Dolphins are, you know, expecting big things out of Devontae Parker and Jay Ajayi. And he wrote a sarcastic tweet that just said something like, oh, yeah, every Dolphins player is going to break out this year. I just want to smack him across his bald face. Yeah, I'm, I'm are, you with you. To, are you going to tweet at him? 
I just did because I was pissed um, that we were talking about it. Um, I probably won't. It's probably not worth the energy, to be honest with you. To B Q H. You might start wearing a toupee or something. It, it might actually be better for everyone. Yeah, yeah. I won't want to bar, barf on command. Yeah. <laughs> you guys can tweet him and tell him that. I will. Okay. That's what we're going to do the rest of the night. You need to right. tweet it, though. All right. Let's, yeah, let's set up a poll. Let's set up a poll. Should Sutton barf all over Bill Barnwell's bald <laughs> face? Yes or no? More like Fine. Bill Barf. Fine. This got real bad. That was awesome, man. The house is hilarious, dude. <laughs> we will give him that. We will retweet your poll, Sutton, once you put it up. All right, ladies and okay, gentlemen, we are, going to wrap up, we are going to wrap up this week's show, okay? It's been a fun show full of great giggles and laughs, and that's what Sutton provides to us and all little kids across the country. And he, we are very glad he can bring it. I feel like we you're going to get in trouble glad. someday. You can't say that. <laughs> we are very glad he can bring the joy and laughter here on Finsider Radio with other adults. Um, that we can take part in as well. All right, for Sutton, the creepy soccer dad, and a house, the man who can get his microphone to work, I am MD Money. Thank you for joining us this week on Pinsider Radio. We'll talk to you next time. Keeping it simple is usually a good thing. And when it comes to rewards programs, keeping it simple is always a good thing. That's why we made the Napa Rewards Program effortless. All you need is your phone number to start saving on the parts and tools you need. Then we automatically give you $5 off your next purchase for every 100 you spend. So start saving today with Napa Rewards. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know-How. Napa Know-How. Hey, I'm Anil Dash, and I'm the host of a new show called Function from the Vox Media Podcast Network and Glitch. This season, we're talking with experts about why our voting machines are so bad and how that might hurt our elections. We'll also talk with an animator to find out how popular dances from the real world end up in video games. And we're going to tackle the biggest question in tech. Why do so many celebrities use screenshots from that Apple Notes app to make their public apologies when they screw up? You can find new episodes of Function every Monday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And thanks to Microsoft Azure for sponsoring Function.